Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Exorcism is about as hard... As a doing an Italian accent, we saw the Pope's exorcist, so you know what that means. talking about The Pope's Exorcist, a movie that came out in 2023. A movie that is based on a true story. This is fact. What do you need to know about this movie? Well, a couple things. The Pope has an exorcist and he sends them out like a goddamn Ghostbuster. <laughs> when there's a problem, Russell Crowe jumps on a Vespa, <laughs> which we'll discuss, <laughs> and saves the goddamn day. This movie is amazing, and not just the accents. There are so many things to break down, so many things to talk about in this movie, but here is just a little subject line. It's fucking awesome. (laughs) More movies like this. More loose-fitting clothes on Russell Crowe. Because I think it brings out something good. No belts, better performances, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, to break down tonight's movie, please welcome my co-host, Mr. Jason Manzoukas. 
What's up, jerks? I love it. I love it. June and I already heated backstage. We were literally mid in the middle of it, and you said my name. And I was like, oh, shit, the show is <laughs> happening. Fuck yeah, Friday night, Largo. Here we go. No. Jason, no. No. Saturday night. Saturday night, Largo. I don't Is that right? Can it, can it be Saturday night at Largo? Right here with all these fine folks? It's all a right. Great night. I guess it's, it's Saturday. Fine. Start the show over. <laughs> Start the whole show over. Fuck, I fucked it up. I said it was Friday. I fucked up the whole show. <laughs> Fuck. Jason. This movie with my new favorite Italian actor, Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh, he's so Italian. <laughs> ah. Jason, where do you fall on this movie? I mean, because I'm watching this and I am enjoying the hell out of it while I'm, I have a lot to say about it, but I'm also finding it scratches uh, uh, an itch for me that I like. I, I had a blast. And this is 100% a movie I full on would never have watched. Never. But for this uh, podcast. And I genuinely was like, I'm so grateful that I'm watching this right now <laughs> earlier this afternoon because I was like, fuck you. This is crazy. <laughs> like everything seems like perfect and I'm delighted. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I only want to talk about the very end of the movie, and I, I can't yet. I'm like yeah. chomping. So let's let's get into it. Well, but okay, that's, great. I mean, look, specifically, the, the good news is, whoa, this was a not, whoa. It's not an overly complicated plot as far as what we have uh, to get through. I don't know because there are at least seven multi-minute exposition dumps <laughs> that are not helpful to understanding the movie. Here's all I'm going to say. Kudos to any movie that retcons the Bible. And you know what? <laughs> Here's someone who retcons everything you know about a great podcast host. Please welcome June Diane Raphael. <laughs> welcome, June. How are you, Paul? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. June, just before you say anything, it is Saturday night. So, so many... <laughs> this opening is so rocky because Jason and I backstage... <laughs> I did say the Pope's exorcist. I did say that because... Oh, we're really for... doing it behind the scenes tonight. <laughs> because when I was watching it, I thought... When I saw the title and I saw, uh, and Russell Crowe's one of my favorite actors, and I stand by this performance and I stand by him 100%. I stand in solidarity. He is. He's one of I our finest Italian him. actors. I love him. One of oh, the greats. I Benini. enjoy the hell out of him. Crow. He's, he's so good. He's so good. But, Paul, what I thought for a good portion of this movie was that the Pope of the Catholic Church would need an exorcism at some point. And oh. I thought, this is the best like concept for a movie I've ever heard of. And I'm so excited to see a Pope well, get exorcised. Thought, by the way... Okay. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was like, isn't that kind of what happens, but we never see it? Because 
the Pope in the middle of this movie just vomits blood. Well, I thought, so that, I did in that exact yeah. moment think, oh, because the, that's when they're saying, oh, the demon has possessed multiple people. I was like, oh, he's going to grab the Pope as well. Yeah. Uh, especially after that vomiting of the blood. And then the Pope is 100% cool afterwards. Yep. <laughs> So that's when I was like, well, he's for sure possessed because now he's healthy and doesn't have any I of his honestly, ailments anymore. I think he just had a virus. You think he just, you think he had RSV? Yes. Because the way they talked about his illness, it was like the Pope is ill and now we I don't shouldn't know what's have going had on. that subway to in a club. <laughs> I have, I, just out of real curiosity and please be cool about it. Is there anybody in the audience who may be able to help us with Vatican and or Pope questions, as I am certain they are going to be brought up? <laughs> but do you have an actual ability to front row you what? do? Front row. You grew up well, Catholic. I did well, too, I grew up Catholic too. Doesn't make me an expert. But get out of here. On Vatican politics. Anybody, any any bishops or cardinals? In the house? Jason, no. all I'm going to say is this. This is based on a true story. So everything That's you see here so is laid that out was... perfectly. Um, this movie... My first note, the movie that asks, what if Russell Crowe is Italian? <laughs> I mean, okay, but I... seriously, I know we're all doing jokes about him. I thought he did great. He did great. I... He is... He did fucking great. He is he great. Did great. I would love an Italian person to weigh in on this performance. Because I will say, I also saw Russell Crowe play um, Zeus in the recent Thor movie. He only plays Greeks or Italians now. <laughs> He's deep in this accent. All I'm going to say is that Russell Crowe does what he wants, and I like this I new era it. of Russell Crowe, where do he too. doesn't have to be fully built. He doesn't have to be a gladiator. No. And, but when I first saw him, he's on like screen, enjoying the holidays. Yes, it's his body type, and I appreciate it. I need him. I'm ready for him. In fact, to be just like full on dad bod, rolling the idea that he's basically James Bond as a priest by the end it's of this movie. So great! I can't not do it. I want this to be what a faith based movie is. <laughs> and if the church was smart. They'd be making these instead of the Jim Caviezel rescues children from child traffickers or whatever. This should be faith-based movie well, making. Well, I mean, I love I loved the way that this movie opened because, again, if we think about the Pope's exorcist as the new James Bond, you have this amazing opening, patient, Vespa, and he's going to go <laughs> talk to this possessed Person, he goes, they keep on calling him a boy, by the way. That's an adult man. Yeah, that, that person was an adult. The first, yes. the first, the yeah. first. The first one, yeah, it's like you sure. can, just because he has track pants on, like he's a that's a 36-year-old man. I just like that the the opening of this movie, by the way, this is a period piece, just in case, you know, if you've if you've not watched it, it's a period piece. So uh But the, the period piece is the 80s. Yes. It's the, 80s. 80s. the 1980s, right? Isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's like 87. But there's something so funny about we've watched these exorcism movies. We understand a certain thing. He's like, hey, devil, I bet you can't get inside a pig. <laughs> and, and, and the devil's like, I guess so. I can get in a pig. It's any day. Get in the pig. <laughs> they get to the pig. Bam! They kill the fucking pig. I was like, this is awesome. This it's is great. the best. 
Here's the thing. I'm just thinking about the church's stance on this movie, the Roman Catholic Church, and I'm always thinking about them. Wait, I'm always you, thinking about. Did you look into it? How they're. I didn't, but okay. I. I no, I didn't go that far. But I just was musing because at at a certain point I thought, is this? Are they trying to to say that the Roman Catholic Church had nothing to do with the Spanish Inquisition? I'm asking. Yes. You. Well, that's the are red we, on. Yeah. They they are. Yes, so, they are because it was the devil. Because it was the devil. So it's like. But what's also weird about that is like, June. didn't the Pope, the real Pope, or Pope John? Don't look at me. <laughs> One of the recent popes, like, did come out and fully apologize for the Inquisition. Yeah. And so... Well, let's be I, clear. They're having to apologize for quite, quite a, a lot. Bit. And by I the mean, way, the, that was what was so funny. Is like, I kept on watching this movie just thinking, like, wow, in this world, priests are only interested in women. And that's yes! hilarious. I wrote that, too. I have that same note. Their burden is the women, women the yes. grown women like, that they feel there's some connection to that they lost. Yes, like, My, can you please have the young boys haunt them yes. for the rest of their fucking days? The, well, the young boys thing. young boys pull them in by projecting beautiful women. And that may be also a retconning oh, yeah. of the whole Catholic uh, child abuse scandal. What was crazy to me was the devil's... It's true, because every time one of those women are appearing before the priests, it's the boy saying and doing yeah. all of that. Yes. Think about that. I wrote down multiple quotes that the little boy says, but it just happens that the priest sees it as a grown woman. Okay, so in the world of this movie, in the world of this movie, the Catholic Church started the Spanish Inquisition because the devil got a hold of a friar. Yes. And he was able to then so evil. One one friar. Yeah. One, one guy. specific friar. Would have loved to have met him. Would have loved to have seen him. What's I, crazy is that the devil's plan in doing this is that they can awaken all of the other army of um de of devils demons rather fallen angels rather yeah who are somewhere on earth the 199 other locations blah 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 so they can raise an army of fallen angels to destroy the church but my guy give it another couple of years okay, and also the church is destroying itself and also i felt like the devil's position was that the inquisition wasn't successful and i'm like i feel like it did a number it for many, had, many years it definitely had an impact i mean here's yeah. the explanation of it and by the way a bold choice here we go the exorcist becomes possessed himself <laughs> you know he is the man who convinced it queen is isabella father yes. so that means from the time he is possessed in 1475 everything that happens after this is the work of the devil <laughs> centuries of persecution and torture the worst abuses of the Inquisition, all started by the Friar and done in the name of God, by the devil. The Vatican must have known this. The church covered it up, and they buried the truth here. I mean, so it's not the church's fault? Great news, everybody! Get back on the train. I mean, there... <laughs> By the way, I do think, and maybe you can't ever get rid of it, but Russell Crowe has such a distinctive brogue or there's, a, there's an energy behind it that any accent doesn't sound right really on him. I disagree. Okay, wow. 
at a, at certain points I thought, oh, in his his history, um, Father Father Crow, his history <laughs> is that he he moved to Italy as an adult and f- like that's when he went to seminary and stuff. Like I I well, by justified way, it and I thought oh, Italian isn't his first language, but I believe he learned I thought it somewhere so. along the way. I was trying to have that happen because this movie's also doing that thing that bad movies do expertly, which is jump between English oh, and other languages, Spanish, Italian, as needed in conversation, not as needed by, as needed in conversation for us, the audience, not but how they would speak I to each other. I agree because the way, okay, I thought it was a brilliant choice to have the first 20 minutes be subtitled. Bold move for a mainstream commercial film. Uh, all right, so first 20 minutes, Russell Crowe subtitled, and then he goes... And then you see him talking to another priest in the Vatican, and then it just, boom, English. And you're like, oh, they're speaking Italian. And then like, oh, no, they're no, not. No, they're not. They're switching to English. Yes. And, and they do everyone, that, through, yeah. they do that yeah. throughout in ways that are so preposterous and absurd. <laughs> the Vatican's like, speaking English! And then, <laughs> what? And, uh, yeah, it, it is. And one of the guys in the in the Vatican's American, and then and and then it was when it was only like late in the movie when Russell Crowe introduces himself as an Italian man that I was like, wait a minute, because I also thought he was just like had learned Italian for his yeah. job and that was that, but he was still Russell Crowe. Oh, and then the other priest is Spanish, but when Julia comes in, she's just full on English, like, hey everybody, welcome. Yep, we. We bought an Abbey. Anyway, so, uh, Peter, Frederick, what are we doing here at the roof? Like, no attempt Ooh, at I would anything. love it if Cameron Crowe did a remake. We bought an Abbey. <laughs> Crow v. Crow. I just want this movie to acknowledge that everyone had a universal translator. Um, yeah, that's what it's, that is, it is what it's like. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent 
or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. But it really is, like, I mean, I buy it. I like I like what Russell Crowe is doing. Well, I think what's interesting and makes it compelling is it's a great performance. He's it's ju- it's, it's performance. it says so much that he's uh. such a good actor that he can pull off and and literally shoulder this whole movie, which he arguably really should be about the family, <laughs> the people that this is happening to. <laughs> we, we, this we, family <laughs> doesn't give a shit. There's a boy with hate written across his chest, and the daughters in the other room like listening to her Walkman like. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. Like she's acting like, oh, mom and dad are fighting over the bills. It's so tough. No, your brother is fucking puking birds, which I had to rewind. <laughs> I thought, I that thought was it was great. a heart. Thought it was great. What was? Where was the bird from? It, the girl, the woman. I, don't know. I remember the woman. Come on, the movie makes so much sense. <laughs> no, it's in in Russell Crowe's flashback. Okay, the woman who he didn't save eats a red bird. Uh, and then the boy vomits the same bird up. I did. You said that so confidently, but I don't think anyone jumped on board with it. Let me see. Hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm going to go oh, out boy. to the audience this because is, you're off there. mic. Where they are just, you? Where are you? Can we get Where, it? You, yes, said it you. you did. You said this it confidently. This is dangerous. All right. So what did you say? Because you might be right. So when Russell Crowe is in the resistance and he like fake dies and then comes back to life the first thing he sees is the cardinal Uh, now that makes sense you're right okay perfect but that is a that's like that kind of retconning or weirdness when like I don't know this is a real deep dive but uh, in Death on the Nile where they had to explain why uh, (laughs) Hercule Poirot has a big mustache Like, it's a weird, like, why are we going back to this? I also thought to to dive into sort of, like, the trauma of what Russell Crowe experienced in war, the, this is where the, the movie makes certain choices where I'm like, it is, certain choices are so insane. Just, like, absolutely wild. And then his backstory as a soldier was actually very subtle and not, tra- I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't traumatic. It must have been terrible to experience what he experienced, but... <laughs> I I thought for sure at a certain point we're going to see a longer version of that scene and he's going to have done something really terrible. Right. And but what we really just see is that he pretended to be dead and that he has survivor's guilt, which is so nuanced and so there there's no sort of excuse me. <laughs> the audience is really this, getting this into it tonight. I can I was it's worried about this guy. This guy's been on his best behavior so far. It's a lot of other people popping in. It's so in interesting out. because everybody's contributions are also like at like the, at personal level. Yes, volume wise. Yes, it's tra- I feel it's like I know. I feel like we're interrupting their conversation. I did say you're a part of the show, but not this much. Well, I 
it is the trauma light. <laughs> it is trauma light because, but at one point we get during one, another exposition dump an explanation about who's possessed, and it is certain people who have experienced trauma are more susceptible to possessions, and that was upsetting to hear. Yeah, I was like, haven't well, they been I, through I, enough? I have, I have a question about this. It may, yeah. it, and this is going to be. I'm opening myself to you. Okay. It's a safe space. Is it? <laughs> Why in all these movies are people like in the bed? Like if the devil's inside you, just go out and fucking go do Can some I, stuff. I, like, like, I had the exact same question. I had it in a slightly different way, which is, why does the possessed person always go through the exact same series of stuck in a bed, vomiting stuff, crab walk upside down yeah gravity doesn't apply to me i'm climbing every it's the to same me, it's playbook. like a book <laughs> stick a crucifix in your breast i'm out <laughs> like i'm walking i'm done i'm like 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 they, they they hang out in the bedroom like they're like unemployed i don't know why like, get a job henry get a job like, and everyone has to come into this room the there's no reason he's not tied to the bed he can leave at any point he seems very powerful. How about this? Get the How about fuck this? out. The minute shit goes sideways and Russell Crowe shows up, guess what? I'm telling the mom and the sister, get out of here. That Save was yourselves. crazy. And and I had some I had to do some mental gymnastics about why they stayed in that house. I was like, well, they couldn't afford to go anywhere else. It but is I'm also irresponsible. Like, put it on some Marriott Bonvoy points and Russell Crowe tells him to make some coffee. Yes. He's like, you guys go to sleep while I, while I take right. care of this. It's like like he's like a plumber. He's like, well, okay, I, I, I'll clean the toilet, but it's going to take me. I got to get the guys here anyway. Take a nap. Here's my super quick question. He is based at the Vatican. Yes. Right? This is in Spain. He yes. arrives on his Vespa. In this movie, does Russell Crowe ride a Vespa to Spain? Listen. Real, hey. real question. Hey. Where's that picture of him on the Vespa? Forget about it. I mean, really? And then when he's back at the Vatican, he is entering on the Vespa again. I don't know if there are train cars that are just for Vespas. <laughs> that, I, I will say this. I was like, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> By the way, um, this is a true story. So you would imagine that the Vespa probably is something that the egg, the, the real guy? Yeah. No. Oh, that's a... Just something that Russell Crowe decided to add. I love that. Thought it would be cool. That, and you know what? Way, he's goddamn right. He's by absolutely way, right. He is 100% right. Because not only is it so memorable, but because it makes no sense, it is clearly the whim of an actor. <laughs> to be like, no matter where I am, I ride a Vespa. I love it. The same Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> Big guy on a little bike. <laughs> I loved it. By the way, I did also have a, before we get too deep into the movie, I did want to just just touch this one comment that the mom makes. The mom says to the daughter, "You got to stop dressing like this. We're you're you're not in America anymore. We're going to be surrounded by contractors." And my thought on that is interesting. It's like. So American contractors would not be as flirtatious? Or, like, like it's the way she says it, it's like Italian contractors are real. Spanish. 
Oh, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, because okay. they're Spanish. in okay. Spain at that point. But so Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. I I was more shocked that as chaos ensued, she seemed to be wearing less and less clothing. <laughs> like I maybe I understand her act of rebellion upon arrival at the home and to to sure. stick it to her mom. But once things get real nutso magazzo with the demon, guess what? I'm putting all my clothes on. <laughs> And I'm wearing my sneakers in case I need to get the fuck out of this house. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going back. I got my through, go I'm going bag. back through the the. Uh, so it's a period piece. Maybe she's a fan of Andre Agassi, so she's wearing the jean cutoff shorts. But I also, it's one of those. I mean, it's a great moment in the movie because, like, they seemingly have been traveling forever, and the mom's like, "Oh." Why are you dressed like that? It's like, they've been in the car f- for hours. Like, why are you just noticing that also, she's in jean shorts now? I also felt like I needed a little explanation from the mom about why they had to move in that quickly. Like, this, sell the house. And also, why did they... But, they it is a... It, I'm it's not a kidding. hazard. Also, there was an, a big wide shot at one point where it looked like Hogwarts. <laughs> the house was enormous. You can sell it from America. Oh yeah, they don't. You don't need to. They you don't, don't need, need to, dress to it up. live in it. Someone you wants don't to flip, buy this Spanish castle. Flip the Abbey. You don't need to flip. Like, it's like it really is. It's like, is it going to go for that much more? What would you put in an elevator? Throw like, the property, bro. Now let me on ask it. you this: Do you think that the dad getting impaled in the car in front of the son Oof. and dying? Um, and starting this whole process of of the construction opening up the portal to hell, do you think <laughs> that that was the devil's plan somehow, or that was just sort of Happens convenient? I think it was convenient. I, yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I I can't figure out like the what the long term plan of anybody is in this movie. <laughs> but it did seem to be more happenstance. The construction precipitated the opening of whatever crack. The hell mouth. Yeah, it, it it's like a the, Buffy. This Abbey was built on. T- I think it probably was something I missed in one of the exposition dumps in the beginning, where he's like, "Go to the library, read all the research," and he goes there. And I think there's something about that Abbey's location. And the Abbey was on the place where they hid the fact that the that the Spanish Inquisition was devil's the, work. No, the Abbey is okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. The Abbey is the Abbey and its well of um, skulls. Yeah, those I believe are the fallen angels. Okay. that the devil is trying to wake up to use it. There are two hundred sites, so apparently there's going to be two hundred installments of this movie series. <laughs> Each, each one they find a new they find a new site. Each site has two hundred fallen angels. That's going to be the devil's army. Is that wrong? Yes, wrong. All right, hold on. <laughs> this audience is not with me tonight. This is this is like going to a murder mystery. Everyone has one piece of information from the movie that they were able to retain. And then when you get together with two hundred people, you can actually nail it. Who said? Yeah. Okay. Who? Where? 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 Okay. Yes. All right, in the back. Okay, what, what is the right answer? The skulls belong to the victims of the Spanish Inquisition. The fallen angels each get their own sight. I see, I see. I'm sorry. Wait, is that Tim? Yes. Of course. Okay, Tim, I take it back. You can criticize me. But none of you other motherfuckers can. Also, Tim, what are you doing in the back, my guy? I, Tim's being smart. He stretches yeah, it's, out. It's better back there. Um... <laughs> Okay, that makes 
Okay. It makes so, a little sense. Not a lot. But then why, what was the, okay, well, maybe, we'll, Tim, you can just yell. Paul, you don't have to go back. <laughs> What was the Hellmouth? Because it's built on a Buffy-style Hellmouth right. where I was like, is this a, is this a, a place where the, the, the separation between Earth and Hell is like um, thin and there you can traverse it? What is the well, what they, is the They thing? do go downstairs and they go, ooh, getting close to Hell. No, but then there's... And it the only seems that they went about... 20 feet below the surface. Like, yeah. Like oh, yeah. yeah. There was like a lot of gas and sulfur. Yeah. But yeah. then there's the puddle on the ground that appears oh, yeah. to be like a hole to hell. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, is this, what is this? And then yeah. the Virgin Mary comes out of it and then she turns into a demon. And oh, then I thought that was Jesus. <laughs> Hang on. Tim. I thought that was Jesus. Was that Jesus? No, I think it was the Virgin Mary, wasn't wow. it? Yeah. I mean, look. Because isn't that... Uh, boy, I, oh boy. <laughs> this, this movie is... If, for how much the movie is about, like, a hero priest vanquishing pure evil with the power of the Holy Mother and Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is fucking wild. I mean, this, this to me... And we're all like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But I yeah, really this, this to me, this little scene kind of encapsulates Can I just the say, tone. This yes. kid is great. Amazing. Amazing. This kid amazing. This kid is doing fantastic work and is is Compelling. covered in prosthetics and fake teeth and all sorts of stuff. But I thought he was giving a great performance, yeah. especially in the first scene between when Russell Crowe arrives. And the kid sits up in bed when ooh, Russell Crowe starts ooh, praying yeah. and they have their first um, uh, back and forth. Dynamite. The kid is fantastic. I love it. This is, I think, the scene I'm, I'm, I'm right in saying. This is probably the tone of the movie, which I kind of love, but it's also weird. Here we go. You don't know who you're dealing with. Then tell me. Tell me your name. Unless you are too afraid. I'm not some stupid fuck. You convinced to get into a peg. So you won't tell me your name. My name is blasphemy. My name is Nightmare. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> My nightmare is France winning the World Cup. You can't hide me. The joke's forever. That is, tone is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this right here is giving me big time Smeagol vibes. Yes. This is giving me, if you told me this was a Andy Circus CGI, or a rather motion capture character, I would believe you. I love that this kid threatens Russell Crowe <laughs> by saying... I'm going to make you come, yeah. and you're going to like it, and I'm that's going to fuck you up more than anything. He, he says, I'm really... going to fuck you, and, it's, and I'm going to make it's this you kid. come. It's, this little kid is saying all of that <laughs> to a priest. <laughs> Finally, the kids get and revenge. Just, seriously. And just so you know, I had to, I got my hair blown out for you all, so you're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's great. But I, I had my little earbuds in, Beats, the Beats buds, and I, but she had, she had to like get in and do some work. And I said, oh, I'll take them out. 
And so the Bluetooth disconnected. I was watching the movie while I was getting it on this scene. And I just sat and watched and she watched. And then I, I made no mention of it and then just put them back in and continued to watch. It was very strange. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. You know what this movie, I was in the middle of this movie and I realized what it reminded me of structurally or the type of movie it is. Like, and genre wise, it's not like that, but it is a horror version of National Treasure. Oh, yeah. Because it's just about finding secret rooms and maps and decoding puzzles and finding like secret elements to then kill, do a thing. I was like, this is like fucking national treasure. Imagine if this series of movies met up with Nicolas Cage. But see, my big complaint, and honestly my only complaint, is that this movie had the most like just disappointing ending there are- what? <laughs> what do you mean? What, uh, Wait, which, mean which, which part? You mean like the battle was disappointing or the, the battle final was scene? really okay, disappointing? Yes, I, I thought the last scene in, in the no, no, you I mean the 199 part. scene? Yeah. Yeah, that was wonderful. Although even that was a little disappointing because I was like, did they really just suggest we're going to watch 199 of these? 199. That's like the way that like my name is Earl. Like when a TV show is like, well, you have. 500 more people to apologize to. That's our seasons, you know, yeah, but it's like... honestly, though, give me one of these a week and I'm happy. But, but then they tell us almost immediately after that that this man has died. Who? Who? Father Crow. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. The, the, the person it's based on. The person but it's based on, so I'm like, there's no way we're getting... There's no way from this point on he was able to accomplish 199... Oh, June. If you... Exorcism. Hold on. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I'll read you something right here. The number of exorcisms performed by Russell Crowe's character, Friar Amaroth, uh, vary depending on who he's reporting to. He has claimed at times over 100,000 exorcisms over his career. Hang on a second. Thousand. <laughs> I'm going to need to figure that okay. out. I How need... many days in a year? Wait. So I'm assuming what? some of these were mass exorcisms for large 
for large groups of oh, people. Like in a we pool. needed to exercise the entire audience. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Or like maybe over that. an entire, like, yes, concert. Right, right, or, right. Or, <laughs> well, he, he goes on to say, um, when questioned by skeptics, he claimed that a person could be possessed with upwards of a thousand demons. Oh. And, and he measured each prayer and write in the exorcism as a singular exorcism. Okay, so he's... Oh, the, all right. the, uh, so he's therefore... He's these numbers the are, yeah, a little... Yeah. Therefore, possessed Plated. people might require tens of thousands of exorcisms okay. to be healed. Okay, this okay. is ridiculous. But here's my question. I could not quite understand what happened between him and that woman he did not help. And Oh my gosh, sort of, that's her name. That's my favorite moment of that is like, she comes out, remember me? I'm the woman you let die. <laughs> like, like, yeah, we got it. You're not the ghost of Christmas past. Like, like if I let you die, I'm like, I, you don't have to like underline it for me. But what's crazy is... Russell Crowe's having this moment with this woman that he let die and uh, these memories and everything. But everything she's saying from the other priest's point of view is coming from an 11-year-old boy. Understood. But <laughs> was she possessed? He says no. no. He says she had mental illness that he, in his pridefulness, didn't pass on to someone else. He didn't take care of her. But he I don't know that he was credentialed to take care of her. I think it would have been... Inappropriate for June, him to take I Well, that's the whole thing. But he he's, is the Pope's exorcist. <laughs> but he doesn't. He's like. He's, I see him once a week for 90 <laughs> minutes. He is. But that's his whole MO. His MO is he's like a bad cop. So when he gets called in, like, Father, get the fuck in here. And he's like, What? He's like, You should be killing pigs. And he's like, Hey, Tomas, come on, it's Tomas Gabriel in my office right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's his whole thing. Is like, I answer, you got to talk to my boss, the Pope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are multiple scenes where there's an action-packed something happening, and the thing that we cut to on the other side is the Pope reading a book. From the 1400s or whatever, that is redacted? I know. And like I was the all... State Department released it? <laughs> I was like, it's, an, it's a redacted, redacted illuminated manuscript? I was like, and what also, the fuck like, is this? Can someone give him a desk? Yeah. He's sick. <laughs> Let the Pope stand. Yeah. Let him sit. Let him sit. Let him sit. <laughs> Let him sit. Let him sit the on way, a Friday night. <laughs> by the way, I'm also realizing that this movie also works by the rules of Rumpelstiltskin, which is if you can get the demon to say his name, yeah. he's out. Like, yep. don't trick me. Uh... Well, there's a, Russell Crowe treats all demons like, you little scamp. <laughs> like, he's all you got to do is, yeah, Rumpelstiltskin or, or Mr. McSixaplex. Yeah. Just he get him to does. say his name backwards, and he goes back to his dimension. And he does these things like he is not he is nonplussed by demons. He sees it all the time, obviously. He's got his little toolkit. The most uncomfortable I've seen Russell Crowe in this entire movie is after the long Vespa ride, where he just pulls up on the side of the, the house to wash his pits, his dirty, <laughs> his dirty little pits over there. Like, 
I go, what is Ooh, this? Love it. I, that's Actors another, choice. Actors choice. I guarantee Thousand that's percent. another Russell Crowe choice. Percent. This movie is rotten with lines and, and character beats that for sure are all him. It's- I remember Darren Aronofsky telling a story once about every day he would have to go up to Mickey Rourke and take sunglasses out of his pockets. <laughs> Because he would fill his wardrobe with sunglasses that he would mid-scene pull out and put on. Because he thought the character would wear sunglasses. What's so funny about this... (laughs) He won an Oscar! (laughs) For a movie he was actively sabotaging. Come What's on. so funny about this movie too is like we're we are supposed to be on the side of um, you know fighting that's Satan and all, but there are times in this movie where I'm watching Catholicism play out, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, like people are confessing, and they're like, and the priest is like, oh, "Do you feel sorry?" And they're like, "Yeah, I do." And they're like, "Great, yeah. you're absolved." It's like they're and getting like, like they're getting like the what? cliff notes of it. It's like yeah, we do the. The big shit we do for the that's but it's the all, show. It yeah. also it's the the archetypal framework of the scenes we're watching are a team up of heroes against the bad guy, the demon, the whatever. But it's so funny that all of their mechanics, tools, and everything else are from the church, and that they have to absolve each other of sin and before quickly, they can. Quickly, quickly. I thought that all of that stuff was so wild. <laughs> It's so interesting. I loved his little case. Oh yeah, I he has a little the it. medallion. When he, I thought it was very cool when he did the thing where he's doing the uh, for the to, in front of Henry and with his eyes, and then his eyes split in two. That was great. I thought that was dynamite. I loved that. But to your point, June, the ending is disappointing because it kind of falls into that trap that all these movies fall into, which is like. Uh, just throw some CGI shit at it, and uh, yeah, okay, there it happened. Because it, it is so like small. When they go, I'm adapting the- it to a Broadway, and, <laughs> and um, the end musical. is going to be a little tricky, you know, to figure out how you, to do. You it. think it should be a musical because you think Russell Crowe's band, sixty odd foot of grunts, should have done all of the music. Um, By the way, I will listen, tell you, I do want to talk about Russell Crowe's singing. I'm a huge fan of Les Mis, and could he sing that part? No. But he acted the hell out of it to a point where I was like, I don't care that you're not singing what is my favorite song in all of musical theater. And and that's the power of this actor. I think that's the same here. I don't, I cannot imagine this is a good Italian accent. In any, he sounds like. You know what's so funny? When we played, when Paul played that clip before, I wasn't watching it. Um, and I was just listening, and I thought, this doesn't sound very good. Yeah. He's, but once I've got my eyes on him... It's, it it's electric. You, you are drawn in. Yes. He can sell... That's the genius of Russell Crowe, is he can sell... He's such a good actor. I know. In spite of true bananas-level <laughs> stuff like this accent. I mean, this accent is wild. I will it's say... It's almost Mario Can I level. just say about... Can let's say, go get the devil. Let's go. It's a me. Can I just say about the Vespa scene? Like, there was a part of me that almost wanted to laugh when he came out on the Vespa and his, his priest outfit and the sunglasses. But I thought it looked pretty fucking cool. And I was like, wow, this actor, man. Like, that's it. I, I, like, you're I telling me. Laugh, you're telling I'm me not. that's not Orson Welles. <laughs> like, Come that's on. awesome. I this mean, it really not. is. 
It is, it is amazing. Uh, but you're right. Um, something like, that's the, really nuts, I thought, which is, um, okay, sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, just, I think that there is, you said it before. He couldn't sing that part in Les Mis, but he believed that he was singing it the best that anyone had ever sung it. And I think that's the difference. It's like, he has no hesitation. Well, that's, and also, are, do we want to talk about Javert and Les Mis and that character? Because um, he, and I've seen, I've seen every version of Les Mis, and he brought something and a new, he brought a new take to it, you know? And it wasn't about, and so then I start thinking he sounds great. And I know he doesn't, but I can't help but think he does. It's I will, crazy. I will, I will tell you, you this. You cannot take your eyes off of him. I and that's out. what's incredible. I hung out with yeah. Russell Crowe one night for hours. It was amazing. And the night started off in a crazy way. But the second thing that happened was this. He calls over a waiter. We're at a restaurant. And he goes, get a button on this table and, and take out these lights. And the waiter just said, all right. And the waiter got on the table in a very fancy restaurant, unscrewed a light, unscrewed the other one. The table that we were eating on walked off like he got him Svengali'd or something. Like, he just said, He's magic. You take, you take out these lights, right? And the guy walked, like, he did, like, oh, yeah, we do every night. I, I walk on the tables, and I, I take out the overhead lighting of this restaurant. And I like I watched I was like no hesitation. Well, it was he yeah. is in, incredibly and in, in every movie performance incredibly capable and everything. In this movie, I believe they walk into the catacombs of this building. He's not at all phased by any of the discoveries that they make. Nope. They, he, he sledgehammers walls down. He opens wells full of skulls. They get down into like the, the, the hellmouth area. And there is a, a 500-year-old desiccated corpse, shrunken up corpse, and he recognizes who it is. He goes, oh, that's Father, what's his name? The most famous, the most famous exorcist Ever. in history. Talking about him like he was Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, I want, I'm, I'm, yeah, this he guy. He recognizes Woo. the shriveled up body of, a, I was like, yup, absolutely. He's like, yep, that's who that is, whatever. <laughs> Are you not entertained? I'll oh. watch him do whatever. It, it, he cannot, yeah, I know. he cannot ruin, I mean, the movie Without, I mean, without him, this movie is an absolute unmitigated disaster. <laughs> Unless Reed. Nick Cage is in there, in which case, give, ev give me every, every I, second of it. I, 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 there's a bunch of weird choices here, too. I want to show you one thing. I know we talked about the Inquisition a little bit, and this is a, a visual thing. But So this is the, uh, the symbol of the Inquisition, right? That is the symbol. The, that is the true, real thing. This movie decided, well, we'll change that a little bit. And that became that. We we're like, well, where did that come from? Oh, a video game. So, so... Wait, All right, what? so I'm going to show you. It's just from a video game called Dragon Age. They're like, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. That will be what we'll use instead. They ripped off a video game's Inquisition that's symbol in that's when there is oh, wait, a that function... Is Wait, in the video game, it's an Inquisition-themed video game? I believe, yes. 
Everybody knows the video game? <laughs> Jason, Dragon Age, man. Dragon Age. Man, uh, you um, gotta get in the age, bro. <laughs> um, did they get called out for that? Because that does seem egregious. I mean, and we also, just did it. Like, it, like, there are three elements in the real um, yeah. um, symbol, uh, but none of them are an eye. Like, no. That is curious that an eye has been... Inter- Here's what I think. Graphic designer in a different country is like Inquisition. Dragon Age pops up. is like, got it. I don't think it was stolen. I think it was Googled. And they're like, Jeez. that one looks weird. I like that one. Yeah, I bet you. Well, right. that one is, yeah, designed. That's why you like you, it. So I think you're right. I agree with you. It's a foreigner's fault. Hey. <laughs> God damn it! Um, I will say that this uh, this father uh, this father uh, did have some views that were not mentioned in the film. One of which uh, is on yoga. And at a film festival uh, in 2011, the character that Russell Crowe is based on said, "Yoga is satanic because it leads to the practice of Hinduism, and all Eastern religions are based in a false belief in reincarnation. And practicing yoga is." satanic and it leads to evil just like reading harry potter wow boom hit him like that's i love when you can hit nine like you're like okay ooh, ooh. like you kind of keep on it's like hitting all the buttons in the elevators like yeah you're going down i did love that this father had a like a chief officer title in the vatican he was the chief exorcist which I was like, wow, that's a real title. That well, there's sounds... a lot of there's a lot of people working in that building at the end of the movie. There uh, are they all ex- well, that's the like... holiest of holy places. Yeah, what looks like like MI five. What could from be going the James on Bond there? Movies, not even like like it, it looks like all I want is the cue to come out like this crucifix also does this. Well, like... did you did anybody else think? In the scene, in the the scene that we were you were complaining about, June, where the the not very exciting final battle, the two priests are battling, and there's all this back and forth, and they've got uh, one of the priests has a medallion, and one has the cross, and did it sound to you like the cross made gun sounds? Yes, it had there a was click. a lot of tossing the guns like they were in Bad Boys or something, <laughs> and it was like grab and go, <laughs> but it was not like bam, 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 bam. It was like and cross and. But I felt like it was making the clankety clank sounds of a gun or something. It felt like that's how they wanted it to come across. Like they were bad. Definitely, there was definitely like a yeah, yeah. It had a, it definitely had a a much more metallic sound to it. And I guess you do need to add because this is an action movie. It's a cop movie. Well, that's it. Like that's what's so crazy is you think it's gonna have all those hallmarks of. The, the end out the shootout at the end, but instead it's crosses, holy water. <laughs> and, and, and the movie makes such an interesting decision to pair him with Tomas and not the mother. Mm-hmm. And so then we're sort of on this journey with Tomas, who I never cared about. You know, and Tomas, I was like, the, the how did panty he, sniffer. How did yeah. he yeah, how did he not die? Tomas absolutely should have died. Tomas was tossed out the fucking door. Like I, I was like, yeah, that good. Wait, why do we need Tomas? Tomas had no journey. Tomas and had also, no... like the love of a mother, which we're told is the closest humans can experience to, to the love of God, the father. Wait, is that I, true? That's what the movie said. <laughs> but I'm like, the love of a mother did not do much in this 
film. Like it didn't, it didn't do, there was nothing called, like she just, she just talked to her son after he was already depossessed. Nothing happened from her love. The family is irrelevant. Yes. Truly like they, I didn't have any attachment to them. I was like, they can stay or go. Like they don't mean anything to me. I don't care if this daughter kills her mom in front of my very eyes. Like I felt so disconnected from them. But that's the thing is like, he is, he, and even like the criticism levied against him is that he is too prideful and full of ego. And then he is, he's basically like a gunslinger who's like, I'm the only one who can save this boy. Get out of here. Like, like the exorcist is about a family is about this happening to yeah. Reagan and her mom, you know, and this is like, yeah, you don't matter. You're just like, we're just going to, Oh, but unless you can also be possessed. <laughs> I liked it when the siblings were speaking in unison. That, that was, was awesome. amazing. I thought that was great. That there was scene. a bunch of creepy stuff. I thought it really worked. Let's go to the crowd. Let's see what, if anyone here has any ideas, maybe it can shed some light on things that we don't know. Things that we talked about. Okay, I'll see. What I also hand love over. to know if anyone knows if the Catholic Church is still performing exorcisms. I think the answer okay. is yes. They are. The answer is yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Hi. I just thought it was so strange that when you know shit was going crazy, that the mother was like, "I'll go to sleep," and she's in another room, and then the daughter or the the sister is sharing just the room like next door, and she's sleeping. I'm like. The priest, it was over 24 hours. Everybody was up, but the mother, who was freaked out, and the sister. I don't understand. It, I, I yeah. also thought it was, yeah. It was wild. And I, I did have the thought, because I had I was in the middle of watching this movie, and I walked upstairs, and Paul did one of the, the crazy possessed voices. And in that moment, I thought, if, a ch- if a, honestly, if a child of mine was possessed, I would absolutely leave. <laughs> I would not... I don't know. I I would not engage. See, but this is where June and I differ because I I believe I like I said earlier, I'm treating this person like a carpet cleaner. It's like I don't need to be over them and looking like, oh, how you clean the carpet. I'm like, I'll trust you. I'll go in the other and room. And honestly, I'll make a there would be no part of me that would be like, oh, is it it's Henry though. I'd be like, that you're the devil and I'm yeah. gone. Like I have I, not confused for one. I will said, say yeah, go ahead. that I've seen June get out for lesser things. Like Absolutely. the thought of it being possessed. I've seen you go like, we're out. We're done. You made us leave a hotel one time because got bad vibes. You're like, I'm go- we're out. A, a, a thousand like percent. If, if, if a priest showed up at my house talking like he was talking, I would push back a step. I would be like, hang on a second. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? Like, he's like, very powerful demon. <laughs> Has possessed your son. Very, very powerful demon. Of course, I'm an Italian gentleman. Um, very powerful demon. And she's like, uh-huh. What? But, I mean, what? Jason, if you're a child, and but we haven't even talked about the scene where he, the first time we hear that voice is when he grabs his mom's breast and says, you didn't breastfeed me as a baby. Baby hungry or oh, something like that. Wait a second. I so was like, you, what? I love the that's fuck? my favorite scene in the movie. <sighs> do we think that maybe that's where the mother's love didn't come into play? Uh. Again, that's all I would need to hear is baby hungry. And I'd that's be like, t-shirt. I'm gone. That's the t shirt. I'm gone. I don't know. Baby, you. baby hungry <laughs> with an arm. With an arm like this, baby hungry. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll be the only one buying that T-shirt. <laughs> your, uh, what's your question? 
Um, so two things. One, uh, Russell Crowe absolutely sounds like Puss in Boots. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> two, so uh, Friar as conduit for the devil, speaking to Isabel and Ferdinand, are, is he saying that the founding of the new world was brought about by the devil? Is he trying to make a comment on that? Wow. By the way, great point. I don't think, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Basically, the devil discovered America. It sounds like it. I didn't put it together. And but that's a really astute point. I think that's leading as the best question of the night. Did the movie that, just get that basically better? America is the devil country? Yeah, yeah, founded by the devil. Yeah, uh, he's our it, founding father. That's yeah. why I don't. It is. It is heating up. <laughs> All right. Yes. Oh uh, boy. Yeah. What do you got here? What do you got? Here, you can reach a little bit to me. Here we go. Okay. So not to lay on with more mom shame of the mom, but. I believe that the mother's love never really came into play because when Father Tomas is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for your loss. Your husband died. She's like, oh my God, it's okay. And I then, know, it's the weirdest then, reaction. She said, it's, she said, it's cool. It's cool. It and was the weirdest. I was like, I'm so no. glad you brought that up. It was a very, I'm very also strange. freaked out at that. Fast forward, we see that the son witnesses his dad get impaled through the skull and to rewind and say her reaction was, oh, it's, it's cool. cool. Yeah. It's Keep wild. in mind, it's the 80s. <laughs> like, she basically is like, it's no big. Like, yeah. it is not a big deal I at all. I was like, oh, is she going to flirt with the priest? I know. Oh, it's fine. I'm single. It's very strange. <laughs> and, She's in the house flipping now. By the way, double. If, if, if you're... Um, if your son witnesses your husband's impaling and death, don't move him to a castle in Spain and be like, figure it out. Talk soon, please. And I, because honestly, and I was also like, did she not have any insurance? Like, what were the, what was, did they not have anything Maybe planned she's on the for run. this? Maybe she was responsible for it. I mean, oh, wow. Now that's interesting. You know, let's just call it out. She, okay, cut yes. the she cut the brakes. Two quick things. Why were the doctors in Spain speaking Italian? Well, I mean, look, I think across the board, this is a very multilingual movie. Everyone is speaking every language at any point. But yes, that's a good point. And by the way, this movie shot in Ireland. <laughs> okay, I guess I forgot that this was based on a true story because I was convinced that both Father Amorth and Padre Escabel were possessed when they were in the Vatican. And I was waiting for the demon eyes to come out. Oh, at the out. very the end, you mean? Time. Oh, that would have so been too. great. I thought that would have been cool. I like thought a thriller ending? Like a, yeah. Not, not a thriller, but like a Michael flip, Jackson's thriller ending. I thought the ending. Pope was going to be possessed. Um, and that's why he'd suddenly gotten healthy was that he had, like, the power of the demon, you know, and was healthy now, and that they, the setup was they were going to have to get him in the next movie. But no. Okay. They're just James Bond. So two quick things. One is June asked if the Catholic Church still performs exorcisms. And according to this website, it has grown exponentially. So in 2005 in the United States, there were 12 Catholic priests doing exorcisms. Now they're around 150. I, I can see a world in which... Because nobody's becoming a priest anymore. I can see a world in which if... there that brings them in? A thousand percent. I, 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 yes. I agree. Because it, I think it's, it's motivating. not sexy 
to just be a regular priest in today's world. We got a bad rap. But if you're an exorcist, now, now we're talking. Now you're in showbiz, baby. <laughs> All right. Tim also has his own question, not just to follow up to June's thought. Go ahead. Uh, the woman who kills herself that's like plaguing Russell Crowe, you guys said that that was just mental illness, but it seemed like something more was going on there. There was like the bird connection. I thought when so When she too. landed on the cobblestone, the blood spatter was like angel wings. And then when the demon is torturing Russell Crowe as her, it's like, do you remember, do you believe me now? Do you believe me now? So is the sin not saving her or is the sin not believing that she gets fucked by the devil every night? Oh my gosh, this guy's got an answer. This guy's got an answer. So there were rumors. He does reference that there were rumors of sexual abuse. So I didn't, is that what he was saying? We have have a very adamant person here. Yeah, June was saying that the... There was people in the Vatican that were obviously fucking this woman. And she was, Priest, she was saying, correct? She was Priest. saying, the person that comes to me at night looks like you. And right. Yeah, she said that. Oh, she it's sure not, did. It's not that it's him, but it looks no, like looks you like, like you because it's a priest. Right, right, right. Yeah. That okay. Were, yeah, yep, that makes sense. Doing the business. So, okay, so now I all, understand. It's all in the text. It's all the whole, in the text. The whole audience is like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I told you, uh-huh. everybody holds one piece of this movie. Tonight's audience is a raw emotional nerve. <laughs> oh, wow. Everyone has so that's what was haunting him. We all did not have the same communal. I know, but that is, but that is. So now I'm understanding. Just to say it again, that is what was haunting him. That he didn't believe this woman who was who was being sexually abused. All right, that's a a fair haunting. Wow, it's a good haunting. Okay, yes, your question. I just wanted to know if anybody else noticed. So you mentioned it was filmed in Ireland, which we sort of thought because it looked Irish, and then we noticed that the supposed library that's supposed to be in Rome is really obviously Trinity College Long Room Library. And you can see the Brian Boru harp in multiple shots, which is like the symbol of Ireland. It's on Guinness's logo. And it's real, real obvious. So, Well, they spent their CGI budget on the last scene, well, so they couldn't go second. and erase that other stuff. Hang on a second. That harp might be in possession of the Vatican. <laughs> well, there you go. Wow. Wow, this is really wow. We've learned way more than I thought we would. Yeah, we really did. Like the, the question, everything was me. an education. <laughs> but you know what? There's going to continue to be an education here as we hear what other people had to say because now it is time for second opinions. All right. Uh, I'm Mark. Connor. <laughs> I already hate it. <laughs> Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but her eyes are all red and now she's filled with hate? Let me tell you a story about my situation. I was talking to this girl in the Vatican Nation. Oh, baby, you, you got what I need. But you say I'm just a demon. But you say I'm just a demon. Asmodeus, you, you puked up a bird. But you say I'm just a demon. But you say I'm just a demon. So Paul calls Amazon at this time. I thought leaving a five-star review wouldn't be no crime. Because I leave great reviews, and that's a fact. When the boy grabbed his mom's tits, that shit was whack. Amazing. Give it up. 
Wait a minute. Stay there. Stay there one second. Stay there one second. Give it up for these guys. All right. There are 13,952 wow. reviews. That seems to be a record for what we do on this show. 13,952 total reviews. 63% are five stars. And will you, Paul, will you remind, this came out like a month ago? Yeah, it, Some, uh, it came soon? out just a little while ago. It came out um, April 6th, 2023. Oh, oh, yeah, but that's amazing. Yep, it has an 81% audience score. 81%, and this average, uh, the average is a 4.3. All right, so um, the reviews are great. Um, from Dodger Girl 67 this is not your average exorcist movie. It led me to learn more about leading exorcists, and I did actually purchase some of the father's books. Yeah, we the movie was fantastic, so fantastic, I watched it five times within a week. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Cinema photography was awesome, and the use of Italian language mixed with English was very easy to follow. That is true. Five stars, great movie. Valerie Bickle writes this. Um, the Travis's sister? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Being an ex-Catholic, this was awesome. It's surprising what people don't know. Movie night! <laughs> Title is Wow. I like that one. I like that you read that one almost as if it was a poem. <laughs> um, Alora writes, even being biased about being Russell Crowe, because he's going to be my next ex-husband, when we finally meet and all, this movie is riveting. It's scary because the exorcist the movie was made about was a real exorcist. And while the movie story itself is all Hollywood and flair, the movie reminds us that there is true evil out there. And they're waiting for the humans to screw up and open themselves to it. Effects were great, especially the young boy and my man, Russell. What? He owns a rugby team and sings... I am a sucker for music. <laughs> Wait, is this review so from crazy. Tinder? <laughs> Leaves you I wanting feel more. I could have written this. Like, I'm like, this is so crazy, but also like, yes. Yeah, that part's right. A movie is a big hit. Budget was 18 million. It grossed 76.5 million worldwide. And huge, 20 huge. here in the States. And... There's a sequel coming, people. There is a sequel Wonderful. coming. Wonderful. And you know that I'm working on my Italian accent. And oh, it's no, great news. A father of Martha. It's the devil. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who didn't stay for the post-credit sequence, um, oh this, wait, they pop me. up. They pop up a picture of the the OG. And there we go. 
Is there something in his nose? <laughs> there does look like there's a there's a there's a boogie in there. <laughs> or maybe it's a deviated septum. I'm not sure. It's a devil. It's a devil. <laughs> just hair it's just a bunch of gray hair in his nose <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> it is the devil all right um wow the devil's nose hair i feel like i feel like that's a cocaine code do you have any of the devil's nose hair well Another reason for uh, <laughs> the strike to be over. Says, to get like somebody this. says who doesn't know cocaine terms. I'm looking for some <laughs> devil's nose hair. What? How old are you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Jason June, would you recommend this movie? A thousand percent. Yeah. I give me all the rest of them immediately. I can't wait to watch the sequel. I kind of want this to be like... It should be a television series where we can get one a week. I do really want I would them. love it. Yeah. I, would lo I would love it. The way that they are doing The Equalizer as both a TV show starring yes. Queen Latifah and a movie series starring Denzel Washington, give me the same. Give me Russell Crowe in the movies and, I don't know, Liev Schreiber on the TV show. <laughs> also playing Italian. <laughs> uh, father. Uh... <laughs> Um, Come on. I, uh, I agree. Uh, all we, right, have, so, we must have Italian listeners in Italy yeah. or, or here. Italian listeners, please weigh in. Let us know. I think the accent <laughs> was fantastic. And it love, was a little identity to do, but they pulled it off. <laughs> and I love that he's like, uh, do you know any jokes? The devil hates the jokes. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. This has been How Did This Get Made? You all are fantastic. What a show. Thank you, as always, to the wonderful staff at Largo. And you know what, people? If you are jonesing to attend a How Did This Get Made live show in person, well, you got chances because we are in New Haven, Connecticut tonight. If you're hearing this early, come see us tonight in Connecticut. I think tickets are still available. I hope they are for your sake. That's October 20th, just in case. I don't know when you're listening to it. And tomorrow, October 21st, we are going to be in Brooklyn. Not to mention that we are going to be in Chicago and Minneapolis in November on the 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. Get your tickets now at hdtgm.com. Now, I also want to direct your attention to another big live show on 10:25. We are doing a giant charity show at the Orpheum downtown. I'm talking Jack Black, Jeremy Allen White, Little Dicky, uh, myself, June Diane Raphael, Rachel Bloom, Janelle James, Nicole Byer, who am I else am I forget? Simon Helberg, uh, oh my gosh, Lily Tomlin. I can't even remember, but all of this is a big variety comedy, music, stand-up comedy. Oh, Ray Romano, Pat Oswalt. All these people are getting together to raise money for our crew who've been out of work for the strike. Tickets are affordable. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you a special code right now. You can actually put this in the little lock box uh, right up there. Um, the code is solidarity. If you put in the code solidarity, you will get your second ticket half price. So one ticket full price, one ticket half price. That's 75 bucks for two tickets. It's a great cause. Head on over to Ticketmaster right now. 
Also, if you want to just keep on spending, and I know you do, we do have a Pope's Exorcist Show shirt. Uh, you can check it out at the Tee Public uh, store, which is tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. I love it. It's uh, Russell Crowe uh, on a Vespa, and, uh, and, the, and the tagline is Exorcise. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and next week on Last Looks, we will be going over your corrections and omissions. Uh, so if you want to talk about the movie, get something off your chest. Leave me a voicemail at 619-PAUL-ASK or write a comment on our Discord at discord.gg slash HDTGM. And of course, as always, Jason will stop by for a chat and we'll announce our next movie. Um, and by the way, if you haven't heard, we are on the lookout for a brand new theme song. And if you're a musician and you have what it takes to record a new earworm, send your theme song submissions to how did this get made at earwolf.com. Post them on our Discord's theme song channel. Remember, you can find us everywhere online at HDTGM. If you love the show, tell your friends. It helps. It really does. Word of mouth helps us. It's a lot more fun than watching uh, these bad movies. Uh, alone. Watch them with a buddy. And last but not least, I got to say thank you to all the listeners who support this show every single week and our entire behind-the-scenes team who keeps this show running. I'm talking about our producers, Scott Sonny, Molly Reynolds, our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, our engineers, Casey Holford and Rich Garcia, and our associate producer, Jess Cisneros, who makes our amazing social media videos. That's all I got, people. And we'll see you next week on Last Looks. Until then, bye for now. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.